Are you a female entrepreneur who wants to make a bigger impact on the world? You're booked and busy and you love serving your clients, but your time is capped. You want to do more. You often wonder how you can help more people without spending so many hours on social media, repeating content that only a handful of people will see. Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Too Busy to Podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch and system strategist, and I'm on a mission to help you create a podcast that connects and builds community with your audience and converts them into clients. Are you ready to leverage the power of your voice? Let's head into this week's episode. Hey then, welcome to episode 68 of Too Busy to Podcast. I hope you have had a great week. I have a question for you. Have you checked out last week's episode yet? As a reminder, we talked about getting feedback from your audience and I received some comments and DMs from some of you about which option you'll be using to engage with your audience, which is absolutely amazing. If you haven't tuned in yet, run, not walk, especially if you've been thinking about how you can improve your show. There is no better place to get the information you need then direct from your listeners' mouths. Now on to today's episode. I want to talk to you about the strategy behind choosing guests for your show. We touched on this topic in the interview a couple episodes back with Nicole Christina. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, you definitely want to because she shared lots of amazing tips about mastering interviews. And she has a book on the same topic, which I've read twice, it is that good. I'll make sure I pop the link in the show notes just in case interviewing is something that you want to improve. And no, it's not an affiliate link. I just think the book is that good. And she shares lots of tips and strategies for the everyday podcaster. But something that Nicole Christina said that struck a chord with me was around accepting pitches from someone or from people just because they have a lot of followers, even though you know deep down that it's not the right move, but you feel like you should have them on your show for the exposure, for the visibility, because their followers will come over to your audience and voila, overnight, your podcast is an overnight success. Of course, her advice was not to do that. And I realized in that moment that this is something that we've not really delved into on the podcast before. I've talked about you guesting on other podcasts as a visibility strategy, how to be a good guest, and of course, how to craft a good podcast pitch, but nothing really around having guests on your own show and what that should look like. And so I wanted to have that conversation today. So let's dig in. As we've talked about many a times before on the podcast, having guests on your show is a great way to offer additional value to your audience, you know, a different perspective on a topic that you are not an expert in. It's also a great way to build relationships with people who you might otherwise feel are out of reach. This is something that one of my clients actually shared with me. I think she was Danielle Swim. She was a guest on this podcast and I went on her podcast as well. And I can't remember which, if it was here or on hers, but something she shared was that she feels that her podcast opens doors to people that she wouldn't otherwise feel confident in approaching. And I 100% agree with this statement. There's just something about having your own podcast that almost gives you this badge of 
credibility. Plus, a lot of people, you know, let's be honest, just like talking about themselves, right? So yes, having guests on your show allows you to connect with people who you might feel that you can't approach or you feel might say no or not give you the time of day. And most importantly, allows you to leverage their audience and for you to get in front of new people. But where a lot of people go wrong, a lot of podcasters go wrong, is that they rely solely on this approach as a strategy for growing their show. This is a wrong move. Back in episode 64, I did share with you three strategies that I believe work a lot better than focusing on having guests on your show as a strategy. So if you've not listened to that episode yet, again, head on back after you've tuned into this one and have a listen. The links will all be in the show notes. A lot of people, or podcasters even, are super frustrated about their guests not promoting their episode. And that is because growing their podcast is solely reliant on their guests. They're thinking, I'm going to get this guest on the show because they've got all these followers or they've got all this clout in this industry. And that is the way that I am going to grow my show. So I'm going to have them on my podcast. All their followers are going to come, tune into my show and my numbers are going to skyrocket. I hate to break it to you, but that is just not how it works. Unless you are someone who already has quite a engaged audience, a huge following, and you kind of rub shoulders in that sort of circle. So for example, you know, Megan, oh my gosh, her surname has suddenly escaped me. I'm having a total mind blank. But Megan and Harry, Megan started her podcast. I heard some mixed reviews, but the point being, I think her first episode was Serena Williams. You know, they're besties. That made total sense. They She rubs shoulders in those circles. But for, some, for most of us mere mortals, <laughs> we couldn't exactly reach out to Serena Williams in quite the same way. And even if we were to reach out to maybe, let's think, Amy Porterfield, for example, you cannot expect to grow your show just by focusing on people with big followers, big audiences, or better yet, because you want to ride on the coattails of their name. They have worked hard to get where they are. And so I firmly believe that you need to work hard to where they are. Um, And so that's something else. People go for big names to grow their show. But the thing about big name guests is that they have done the rounds a hundred times, right? Part of their visibility strategy, as I encourage you to do, is to guess on podcasts. And so the more podcasts they're guessed on, the more their audience have heard the same conversation, the same message regurgitated each and every time. I know for me, for example, I have three to four speaking topics when I guest on shows. Of course, one of them will be around starting, launching a podcast. Another one will be around um, the time element. So saving time, podcasting doesn't need to take 10 hours a, a week, that kind of thing. And if you are someone who follows me on Instagram or you're an avid listener of the podcast, they might not then necessarily listen to that guest episode because they've heard my message multiple times already. Some might, some may not. But the bigger the name, the chances are 
that their message is so ingrained in their audience, it might not pull people towards your show. And so please do not just rely on big names. I mean, we all have a dream list, right? There are certain people on my list that I would love to sit down and have an interview with just to be able to breathe the same Zoom energy with them. Let's be honest. But if I were to get them on this show, like I was absolutely super thrilled to have Nicole Christine on this show. She's not a big name and she's not a celebrity, but she's got a book. She's an expert in her field. And when I reached out to her, I was super nervous. And when she said yes, I was absolutely delighted, right? But I am not just going to rest on her audience to grow my show. I need to use multiple strategies to ensure that my show, my podcast gets in front of as many people as possible. And so I want to implore you to do the same. Please do not rely on guests to grow your show. Otherwise, it's going to take you a lot longer than it needs to be. So what do you need to think about when it comes to your guests? Well, I'm going to share with you a few things that you may want to consider. But first, I want to echo something again that Nicole Christina said, which was around, you do not have to say yes to everyone. Let me repeat that again. I give you permission. You do not have to say yes to everyone who pitches to be on your show. When you have a podcast, everyone and their mother will want to be on your show. I'm actually working with a new client. We were about a week into her launch. And the minute she shared on her stories that she was starting to do her podcast prep, you know, her podcast is launching in December. Within a few minutes, she had two people reaching out asking to be guests on her show. They had no idea what the show was going to be about. They had no idea whether they'd be a good fit. They just wanted a piece of the action, a a slice of the pie, so to speak. And so she gently turned them down. That was easy for her. That's what I encourage you to do too. You are going to get people pitching you every single week, especially the more episodes that you release, the more pitches you are going to receive, whether that's they get your email from your Instagram or from your podcast feed, or they reach out to you in the DMs. You are going to have people randomly pitching you. But that does not mean that you have to say yes, because not everyone is a right fit for your show. Especially when you're starting out, you might feel this pressure to say yes to everyone. I certainly felt it when I started this podcast, but I no longer feel guilty about saying no. Just yesterday, someone reached out to me in the DMs. We've been connected on Instagram for a while, had a couple, you know, DM conversations. So maybe she felt comfortable to pitch to me. And so I entertained her and I asked what her speaking topics were. I'd already had a look at her profile just to refresh my memory. And I knew that she wouldn't be a right fit for the show, but I didn't want to assume. And so I asked, but it turned out I was right. Her areas of expertise had absolutely nothing to do with this show. And in fact, it was abundantly clear that she hadn't listened to a single episode or furthermore read the podcast description. I mean, or even maybe looked at the name (laughs) because I think there's a clue in the name. So I simply said, thank you so much for reaching out, but I'm afraid you're not the right fit for my show. Have a great day. That was it. And I felt no guilt. I felt nowhere about it. Facts. And she was fine. She said, thank you so much. Have a great evening. That was the end of that. A year ago, I would have hummed and hard and deleted the email 
and then pulled the email from my bin, ignored the email, made a whole hoo-ha about it. But I want you to know that there is no pressure to say yes to everyone who comes your way. No is a complete statement. If they're not the right fit, turn them down with kindness and move on. The one thing you need to keep at the forefront of your mind is the purpose of your show. What is the purpose of your show? Now, this is something, you know, I harp on about strategy all the time. And so if you are further along in your podcasting journey and you didn't create a strategy, I highly recommend that you go back and this is one of the questions you should consider. It really keeps you focused in terms of your topics, in terms of your guests, and so very much more. Because if you are podcasting as a lead generation tool for your business, in my opinion, guest interviews should be limited if at all. If you are positioning your podcast at the top of your sales funnel, your voice should be the one that's primarily in your listeners' ears because you are using your show to nurture them, to speak to their pain points, to show them what is possible, to show them how your offer can help take them from where they are now and where they want to be, how their goals are easily in reach. But when you have guests on your show, the spotlight moves over to your guest. It is all about them. And as a good host, you have to let it be all about them. A good interview does not mean that the host is talking more than the guest. Otherwise, what is the point? You could as well just do a solo episode. If, however, if, however, you're podcasting because you want to grow your audience or build a network or you want to lead people to your email list. Maybe you have an email list strategy, you want to grow it. That's where you want to nurture your people rather than the podcast. That's a whole separate podcast episode. But if that is your plan, fair enough, then having a fair few more guests is a-okay. It really does depend on the purpose of your show. So really sit back and think about that a bit more. And then also think about how a guess fits into that purpose? And what kind of person are you looking for? Now, there are three things I want you to think about when considering who is the right guest for your show. And this is applicable whether you're in the planning stages of your podcast or you've been podcasting for a while and want to have more of a strategy. Again, if you've been in my world for a while, you know that I talk a lot about strategy and intention. And the same applies when selecting the guests for your show. So number one, does the person fit with your overall goals? Does their topic fit with your show and your overall goals? So for example, if I am pitched as I was recently by someone who wants to talk about, I think it was cryptocurrency or something totally random, that doesn't fit with my overall goals. So that's a quite easy no. What is it for you? Again, your goals should be part of your podcast strategy. So if you didn't create a strategy, it's never too late. And then include your goals along with your purpose. Number two, do they align with your values? If you're a business owner, I am sure you have values. A couple of mine are communication. That's really, really important. And simplicity. What are your values and what are you looking for in your guests? 
Number three, do they have a similar audience to yours? So if you work with moms of toddlers who want to start a business, but they just don't see it happening because they're juggling, you know, the little ones constantly around their their ankles and you go and have a guest on whose audience is, I don't know, motorbike riders. Uh, No, (laughs) that is totally left field. The whole point, again, going back, one of the benefits of having your show or having guests on your show is leveraging their audience. So you don't want to leverage motorbike riders. What has that got anything to do with your moms, with toddlers who want to start a business? So be really clear. And you have to do a bit of research, right? To Or answer specific questions in your intake form to make sure that these three things align. You might just have to be a bit creative. So these are the three things I want you to think about before you say yes to the guest. Did you see what I did there? (laughs) Say yes to the dress, say yes to the guest. Do you know that program? Or is it just me? (laughs) But no, on a serious note, don't feel pressured to say yes. Consider those three things. And now I quickly want to share with you my process for selecting guests in case, you know, you find them helpful. So number one, I personally handpicked my guests. Most of my guests are people that I already follow or connect with on LinkedIn. If not, if I'm stuck, let's say, for example, if I have a topic on my Trello board and there's no one in my existing audience, I usually make a post on LinkedIn. So, for example, I've got an episode coming up. She's a Facebook and Instagram ad specialist. I did a post on LinkedIn. And as it turns out, one of my clients connected us and we had an amazing episode. Can't wait for you to hear it next month. So LinkedIn is a really, really great place. We've actually got an episode, I can't remember what number, with Catherine Armbaum, who gave lots of tips about LinkedIn. But essentially, LinkedIn is just a massive networking pool. And that's a great place to find your podcast guests. I've also done a couple podcast swaps. So I had Jen Liddy on my podcast a few months ago. And then last month, I was on her podcast, so she returned the favor. And actually, Jen is the only person whose pitch I have accepted. She pitched me. She didn't know me from Adam. Her email just turned up in my inbox and it was crafted so well that I had to say yes. She is the only cold pitch person that I've accepted as a guest on my show because the others are usually quite dire. As I think I've shared on the podcast before, you know, It's generic copy and paste templates to the point where they're calling me, dear sir, I am clearly not a man. And it's obvious that they have not listened to the podcast at all. Or what they sometimes do is refer to a podcast episode. But it's quite obvious that it's a bit like fake flattery because it's quite obvious that you are just regurgitating the podcast episode title. I can see through that. Any host can see through that. And so I prefer to hand pick my guests. That's just my personal preference. So number two, I then check out their socials, their website. I might do a search of their name on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to check out previous podcast appearances. I might pop their name into Google to see if they've written any articles. I I suppose what I'm looking at, this kind of really feeds into the value pieces. So if anything pops up, on their Instagram where I'm like, oh, that doesn't quite align with my business and my brand. 
then I won't move on to the third step. And that third step is about reaching out to them in the DMs or via email and inviting them to say, well, hey, I, you know, start with a compliment or start with something relatable, maybe that they shared in their stories and say, I would love to have you on my show. My podcast is about X, Y, Z to talk about X, Y, Z. Would you be interested in having an initial coffee chat? So for me, the coffee chat is important. It will technically it's a pre-interview like we talked about in Nicole Christina's episode, but it's important for me to know, get to know them because I don't know them from Adam, right? I've just looked on Instagram, plucked them out of my audience or plucked them out of a random Instagram search. And so it's important for me to know that I've made the right choice because it's important that my podcast, which is an extension of my business, I have the right people on my show. So we have that initial coffee chat, 15, 30 minutes max. And the focus here is for me to get to know them. And it's literally a coffee chat. I do want them to come on the call relaxed, you know, not feeling like they're about to be interviewed. I don't really answer them any questions because I'm not recording anything. And so I don't want to miss any of the juicy stuff. I want to leave that for the actual recording. But it's just important for me to kind of get a bit of an idea of what they like to make sure that we vibe and to clarify what their speaking topics are and what they're comfortable talking about. And usually during that coffee chat, I get really, really excited. Now I've got a recording coming up with a human design expert and I just got tingles because I'm a little bit obsessed with human design at the moment. And so in our coffee chat, I was like, yes, I would love to have you on my show if you are interested. And then I will shoot them the link after the call to book their call and to fill out their intake form. I've not had anyone thus far that hasn't been a right fit. But if I did, I would either tell them on a call. I mean, to be honest, I would actually say, well, thank you so much for your time. I will follow up by email. And then I will follow up by email and say, thank you so much for your time. You're not a good fit. I thankfully have not had to do that as yet, which I think speaks a lot about my ability to choose the right people. But that is my process for finding the right people. As you know, I don't have a lot of guests. I think at the moment I'm trying for one a month. This is a primarily a solo podcast, teach you all the sort of podcasting tip strategies, but there are some topics that I just don't know about. It's not my zone of genius. And so it's important for me to give you that. So I will bring on an appropriate guest. So I hope you found those steps helpful. Let me know if, you know, head on over to Instagram and let me know if you've got any questions about that or any queries. But To quickly recap, your first part of call is identifying or reconnecting if you're already podcasting with the purpose of your show. Why are you creating your podcast? What do you want it to do for you and your business? Then you want to consider the three things you're looking for in your guests. And do they fit with your overall podcast and business goals? Do they align with your values? Remember, Your podcast is an extension of your business. It is not a separate entity. And so if you have someone that's a little bit questionable or full-on questionable on your podcast, people are going to look at you questionable. 
and it might have an impact on your business. So be very, very careful about who you have on your show because they're a representation of you. We are the company that we keep as that saying goes. So make sure that your guest is aligned with your values and what you hold true to you. And then thirdly, do they have a similar audience to you? Really, really important. What will they bring to your show? You know that we're not having guests on our show for the hell of it. You want to be able to bring value to your audience, but also value to you, right? So be really, really, really selective. And this is something that I'm going to cover in a future episode, which is if you are podcasting as a lead generation tool, the three types of guests to have on your show. So look out for that in the new year. And finally, create a process and stick to it each and every single time. No matter where you know the person from, stick to your process. It doesn't matter if you've known them for 12 months, 24 months. They've been in my network. I know they're passionate about their topic. No, stick to your process for each person. It will save you a whole lot of headache in the long run. And just remember, it just takes one bad interview and you could lose the trust that you've built up with your audience. And I don't want that for you. So be really strategic and selective. Think of it a little like dating. You don't just want to go and date anyone, right? There's certain things that you look for in a partner. So look at your guests in the same way. What are the traits that you're looking for in your podcast guests? All right, I'm going to leave it there for this week. You know where my DMs are over on Instagram. Jump into them. Let me know what you think of this episode. I always love to hear from you. Until next week, we'll be continuing with the guest theme and I will be sharing three tips for getting your guests to share their promo materials. So until then, have a great week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy to Podcast. I know how busy you are and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. If you enjoy this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share it with others post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.